It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. Hey, everybody. WFO. Joe Costello back with you. And what a week it has been. It has been like uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all kinds of WFO madness. And this one is going to be, I think, fantastic. We have got Bo Butner, Randy Lynn Ship coming in hot after winning the spring fling and the reason they're on, cause I couldn't have predicted the win at the spring fling, but was talking about the Southern sportsman showdown race that they promoted. And we're going to have Joe Santangelo and Joe Warren, who both won a whole lot of money out there at the Southern sportsman showdown, but not as much as both. And so that's the thing. It's big money, baby, big money on WFO radio. So if you're a new listener, if this is the first time you're ever seeing the show, we ask you to like the Facebook page and follow the Twitter account. And of course, subscribe on Apple Podcasts podcast or Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast. And we're going to have a big time today. It's going to be a whole lot of fun as we talk to people who have won a whole lot of money. But first, I'm going to tell you about the people who make it possible for me to talk to these great race winners. Talking about the folks at Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology, TotalSeal.com, Matt Hartford, Keith Jones, Lake Speed, that whole team. Hidden horsepower episodes are being cranked out. We're having a great time. And you can learn so much about piston rings ring seal and why it makes you go faster on listening to hidden horsepower but if you just want to buy some piston rings and you don't care about all that stuff you just want to cut to the chase totalseal.com check them out also samtech.edu the school of automotive machinists and technology start your education at full speed and who are we talking about you know young people relatively young people if you're eligible for the gi bill they accept that if you want to be the next generation of engine builder machinist efi tuner uh samtech is a great place to get started they have got graduates and students all over the racing world check them out samtech.edu frank holly's drag racing school the dragster adventure is what I tell everybody about. Like you as a regular person can drive a dragster with very little investment. Like you show up to the track with nothing, the clothes on your back. And next thing you know, you're driving a dragster and having a great day. But maybe you want to be the next alcohol funny car racer or get a license. You can do that at Frank Hawley's as well. In fact, that's their primary gig. Uh, the dragster adventure. I just think the WFO radio listeners would love it. Go to frankhawley.com to find out more information. And my buddy Marvin, Marvin Rodak, he was out there, sponsors the A field at Funny Car Chaos. And Marvin roasting up that amazing coffee. Rodax Coffee and Grills.com, 817-924-6821. That's Rodax Coffee and Grills.com. All right, let's get to our co-hosts. Also, I should mention, I should mention Nitro Fish Racing, where you can get the 10th anniversary WFO t-shirt. And let's bring on, speaking of Nitro Fish, Bo Butner, Randy Lynn Ship. Bo, do you still wear your WFO 10th anniversary t-shirt on Saturdays? Is that still a thing? I'm not going to lie, Joe. I probably have three or four. And huh? yeah, and for a long time they were undefeated on Saturday. I think yes. I, I might have won Gainesville with it a few year, or a year or so back. So I don't know. Yeah, it's uh definitely it's one of those racer superstitious type of things. So yeah, WF all the way. In Sonoma, it was like your first ever super gas race or something. Yeah. Like you decided, hey, I'll try this. And you were wearing it and you got on TV and you won, and that yeah. was great. So everybody out there, if you want to be like Bo, go to Nitro Fish and their website and get the WFO 10th anniversary t-shirt along with like everything else they've got. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Yeah. Now, this show is going to be kind of fun because you promoted a race along with Jason and Dave 
and I got to announce the race and we had this great time. And so I wanted to do a debrief session, but before we could get to the debrief session, you went out there, another example, right? Randy Lynn, where it's like, yeah, I think I'll try big money bracket racing. It seems fun. And this guy wins the, the I want to say it. He wins the freaking fling, Randy Lynn. What about this guy? Oh, you remain silent. What about Bo and his weird ability? The rich just keep getting richer, Joe. I know. <laughs> he paid for the whole race. He paid yeah. for the whole showdown with, yeah. uh, but you did well too. You got to the final round of a 30K race, right? Yeah. I was pretty happy about that. I would have liked my performance to have been a little bit better in the final, but. It, it was a lot of rounds. I think that was like 11th round. So I was tired. You know, usually I'm used to like two rounds a day in stock eliminator. So you 10 were... rounds is big. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many rounds did you say? 10? 10. Yeah. I think that was the 11th round was the final. And what car were you running? I was running a dragster um, that we bought from the Torrance family. Like what? Last year? Yeah. Into last year. Which one? Which one did you buy? It's it was a Miller car. Okay. We know we know that uh, Mr. Billy Torrance uh, is part of Undercover now. So yes. very few runs. I'm sure he liked it, but he had to bring his his own car back out. So just right, kind of like drag racing, Joe. Right place, right time. He called me, and we sent after it in one day. Wow! And you got to the final round of a 30k race. Now, Bo, what about you? What were you running in the fling? Was it the Super Gas car? No, I, I, yes, I was, I was running two, the super gas car and the dragster. We have another dragster also that I purchased uh, probably a year before we purchased hers. And it was just kind of a roller deal, very few runs. So it was a good deal. Good deal, of course. Do you have but, any uh, experience with that kind of stuff, like buying yeah. and selling cars at low, you know, it's also yeah, like, for sale, I correct? Just at, I, just, I just looked at a dueling and trailer today up in Brownsburg. So, yeah, I'm always looking for a deal. If anybody's watching your show, wants to turn herself to money, they can get a hold of us. But yes. Always. Bo is already looking for a deal. I love it. Yeah. All right. So you guys today, as much as you did win the fling and Randy Lynn, you were great. You're really kind of my co-hosts in a, your celebrity co-host as what I wanted to do uh, because the race was so well received was to have Joel Warren, who won the Holly performance, $50,000 uh, race at the Southern Sportsman Showdown and Joe Santangelo because he won 40,000. Uh, we're going to bring Joel on in a second, but I want to hear what it was like promoting a race for you. Were you nervous? Were you like, it was out of your hands. Like you felt like I'm going to come up with this great idea and then you were doing it. And there were, you know, the race promoter has to deal with all kinds of stress. So how was it, Bo? He's frozen. You just stand by. He's going to be back in a second. We, you know, every once in a while you freeze up. And while he's frozen, I will get in position for my next end. Look, look at that. Bo froze up. I wonder if I'm good. Let's bring on Joel Warren. Joel, you're not frozen. I'm not. You're it's not. How are you doing? Congratulations. You won $50,000 at Bo's race. While he is up there frozen, let's talk about him. What did you think of the race? <laughs> Man, that was single that was the single most fun race i've ever been a part of i mean not just because we won but man it was that was just a good time they really they treated us well now you have um an amazing car and these you know stock super stock class cars if you will they're not um 
they're not tame. They're not stock. They're not easy cars. There's so much specialty work that goes into them. I have a 1998 Firebird, by the way, sitting in my driveway right now, and I, I love it. It's not like yours. But to have a spe an opportunity to run for, you guys normally run for prestige, uh, some money, and glory. Winning an NHRA national event is all about glory. You won $50,000 uh, in one day. That's pretty big. It, it was a big deal. You know, like you said, we just, we don't get the chance to, to run for that kind of money ever. You know, we run for a Wally, which is, which is huge. You know, um, a lot of, a lot of folks would, uh, would do a lot to win a Wally, but you know, to be able to race an event like this for, with that kind of prize, it's, it's just unprecedented. And, you know, can't say enough about what Bo and Randy Lynn, Jason, Dave, um, you know, Jenny, Tim, um, that was, I know that race was just so put together and, and they left nothing turned. I mean, those guys did an awesome job. It was so much fun. Well, it was. It was. And were you feeling it? Like, when you were staging up a couple of times, like, this is not an ordinary race. Not that any race is an ordinary race. But money changes everything. Let's face it. That's changing your year. $50,000, right? It's the travel plans are going to be a little more, uh, it's going to be a little easier to book those trips. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, I like the, I tell myself, I don't feel a lot of pressure, but you know, I, I'm sure it was there. Um, you know, for me, the first round of any races is, is uh, you know, I feel more pressure there than anywhere. Um, you know, and after that, I, I kind of get in a groove and, and, uh, try, try my best to do my job, you know, but you know, that said, I had a lot of luck in this race. Um, you know, I had some reds and, um, you know, so it was, uh, it, it was, it was a, a, a story that you couldn't write for sure. Now, you had a heads up in Route to Victory, and that's what makes it cool. And as much as we're always telling our you know, WFO radio, primarily, I imagine we have fans of Nitro and the Camping World Drag Racing Series. And the more they're into it, the more we talk about stock and super stock. I see Joe Santangelo is on there and Bo and Randy Lynn are back. And let's see if we can bring these guys back into it. Uh, hey, guys, you're back. You froze up. You missed all Sorry. the great Joel said, but Joel is on with us. He went. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys can all hear each other. We were talking about the heads up at the semifinals. Whereas as much as we talk about handicap style racing and you put your dial in on the window and you're going great, and you're cutting lights and it's running the number and you're feeling great every now and again, somewhere in the ladder. Uh Oh, everything changes. That happened to you, Joel at four cars. Absolutely. You know, at four, we ran Jeff Longhanny. And, and like you said, you know, it, largely it's a bracket race until we, you know, we, we run up with someone in our same class. And, uh, you know, that that's why we build these things the way we do. Um, and so the chance to race someone heads up, that's always, it's always a good time, you know, regardless of how you feel it. Um, and you know, I've ran Jeff a number of times. He, he's kind of from my neck of the woods. And uh, anytime you pull up with the side of Longhanny, you know, you, it's not going to be an easy race. Um, and so, you know, we up there, kind of threw everything we could at it. You know, Wendy Lynn, it was time to get ready for her run. Um, you know, she had a party plan. She had a party plan. She did have yeah. a party plan. Yeah. Uh, you I think we had like 50, a, a little. Yeah, just a little one. No big deal. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jeff tried to flip over backwards against you. Did you see that? That was that was actually in his stalker. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I did see that. I was watching that one. That was a heck of a ride. 
Everybody's yeah. in that one. Well, that one was the, the wheel stand heard around the world, right? Otherwise, Joe Santangelo wins uh, best burnout or best uh, wheel stand as well. But that took the deal. Bo and Randy Lynn, if you got a question for Joel, jump in here. And then we're going to bring uh, Joe Santangelo on and, and really taxed the internet. First of all, Joel, you have an awesome trophy behind you. That's pretty cool. Yes. And, that is a uh, yeah, that's awesome. But uh, I hope you had a good time. Uh, we appreciate your family. I've known your family for a very long time. Randy Lynn wants to know what you're going to spend the money on, which <laughs> if you have somebody like her, we spent before you want it. So <laughs> that's the way it works. But uh, I just we're happy you came and happy everybody showed up in the support. Uh, we want to do another one. Don't know when, but uh, I'd like to, I'd like to have your opinion on. Do you think it would work? Would it grow or anything you would like to see changed? Man, I I can't imagine why anyone within a you know 500 plus mile radius wouldn't be there. You know, I, as I said, I've never raced any race like that. And you know, for anybody watching who didn't go, you missed a heck of a race. I mean, it was so much fun. You know, there was always something going on. You know. You, you know, Bo, you incentivize people to get to the lanes fast. Like, I think my uncle won $100 to be the first one to the lanes. You know, it was stuff like that all weekend long, grilled cheeses. You know, I, I actually told myself, I said, I, for the race Saturday, you know, I was pre-entered. And I said, man, if I can't be grilled cheese good Saturday morning, I, I'm pulling my entry up here, you know. And sure that's enough. Good. I mean, that, that, that's, right. what it's meant, that's what it's meant for. That's awesome. Awesome. So, all right. So, listen, I'm going to bring in uh, you, Joel. Don't go anywhere. But I just, I got Joe Santangelo on. And I want to bring him into the conversation and just yeah. go. So let's just, so the audience understands um, lower right, which I assume the screen is the same for you. Bo and Randy Lynn, Bo just won the fling. That was a big money win. I don't know the number. And Randy Lynn run it up at a 30 K above them. Joel won $50,000 and Joe, who's got his work clothes on. Cause he's taking a break from the mill. Uh, he won $40,000. And so one of these kids doesn't belong here. You got to pick which one it is. It's me. I have they, one. They, have they, one. Haven't, they haven't seen your invoice yet, Joe. So that's don't lie true. about that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And uh, yes. you know what? I won at life. I got to be there and enjoy it. What's up, Joe? How are you doing? Hey, everybody. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. That's awesome. So freeform conversation, guys. Bo, if you got a question for uh, Santangelo, who, uh, speaking of wheel stands, has the best wheel standing stalker, I think, no offense, Joel, on a consistent basis. Like it's just massive wheel stand, just part of the normal operation of your 69 Joe. It's a great car. It's not mine. It belongs to Anthony Bertazzi. You know, he's, he had it for years and, and made it work right. And, uh, allows me to race. And now I'm very lucky to do it. It's so much fun. It never gets old. I swear every, every run is a blast and, uh, not doing it over the winter. You know, it reminds me how much I, I love doing it. It's a fantastic car. And anybody who raced a car that does wheel stands understands what I'm talking about. But uh, a stocker where you got to pull second gear when you're straight up in the air, I don't know what's more fun than that. Maybe pro stocker probably pulling pulling a five-speed is uh, pretty comparable, but doing big wheel stands. and uh, they, don't, they don't do good wheelies, though. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, I want to thank both of you for coming. I mean, I know you work hard. You both work hard. You took time out of your – it takes a week. So you took your time to come be at our race. And that was amazing. You both were successful, which I kind of thought you both would be. I mean, Joe, I texted him like when we started talking about doing this, and he's instantly wanting to double everything. And uh, But it cost him a lot of money to take off work, which I'm sure it does for everybody. But 
I'm glad you were both successful and it made it worth your while. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, Joe? I speak for everybody, man. It was an absolute blast. Um, we've all been looking for, a, you know, a big money race like this. There's been several other, other ones that that have been great. Uh, very similar atmosphere. Uh, Kenny Mealy has a race. He had one last year. Uh, Class Race Nationals at New Media. Um, there's another one coming up. It's a similar atmosphere, man. It's run by racers. Um, I don't know what to say when you say if you, if you had an issue or a question, anything at all, you're going to ask a racer who's running the race. And it's the Bo or Jason or, or uh, Dave Connolly, uh, when they give a response or handle the situation, they understand where you're coming from. And uh, it's tough to get that. I hate, I'm not going to talk bad about NHRA. I've had a great time and I'll continue to go to NHRA races, but you can't expect that. They're not racers, you know. Um, so Hopefully, go to, though. Hopefully the word gets out. Like I've had conversations already, honestly, guys. And Bo, I, I'll tell you that people have asked me, people from NHRA, like, okay, what were, what were, and we lost Joel just like that. What were the the really great things about it? Like, what are things that can be, uh, you know, emulated, right? Like, what did the racers really like? And I, I just said, they tried to make everything fun, like from top to bottom, yeah. time runs. There was something going on in qualifying. Like that's the grilled cheese. Right. Like Joel just said, grilled cheese. Good. Simple as that. And, um, you know, like they, they're in a tough situation where they got to get the program in every week. You guys experimented and learned a bunch of great stuff. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be takeaways. I have no doubts. I'll give you one I, that I love. Like, go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead, Randy Lynn. Please. I was just going to say, I try to make everything that we do fun, like the grilled cheese thing. I was just trying to think of like, how can we, you know, time runs for the most part are boring. Like, oh yeah, you might hit the tree, you might not. And so when I was sitting down thinking about like, what would be cool about a time run? Like, how can we give a prize away or whatever? And then when the grilled cheese lady, Bev, told me that she wanted to like be a part of it somehow, you know, that just, everything just kind of came together. And, you know, we also like every aspect of it was for the racers that are coming. They're the ones paying the money. Whereas in NHRA, they're owned by the TV, they're owned by Mangate. Like every decision they make is based off a company or them making a profit, you know, on the back door end. Whereas we didn't have to deal with that. You know, we weren't owned by anybody. We just, we were there for the racers 100%. And I think that's one reason we were able to make it fun. I don't know that they are able to do things like we were. D different stuff, but at the same mm -hmm. time, the the uh, the rewards and the reports that we're getting from Joel and and Joe and everybody that was there, like if if everybody says, "Hey, this was a fun thing, we had a good time," why would you not uh, try to emulate it? And uh, I think that's what we're going to end up seeing at some point down the road. Um, but guys, Joel and Joe, Bo one ups you guys immediately. Like two weeks later, the guy goes and wins the fling. What about that? Pure luck. That's all it is. It's the right place at the right time. But I mean, uh, Joe, Joe knows Pete and Kyle, I'm sure. Uh, we yeah. mainly went out to see Kyle and I've never, we never ran a plane. So I was happy to see Kyle. He was there every day up in the tower. That's the, that's the smartest dude when it comes to numbers, dialing cards by far that you'll ever meet in life. I mean, he can dial Santangelo's card next week when he knows where he's going right now. Guaranteed. So I've, I've never met a numbers guy kind of like, Kyle, but uh, it's great to see him. We love him like a brother. Uh, it was a fun race. They they do a good job. I mean, they have 
four times the amount of cars that we had. So uh, it, it ran smoothly. Yeah, it's late days, late nights, but uh, we're still learning our deal and we would like to, to maybe try to do it another sometime, but I just want to make it better and whatever it takes to make it better. I love it. I love it. Um, you guys want to take a ride with uh, Joe Santangelo? Joe sent me a great video. We we're talking about the wheel standing car. We're trying to get Joel reconnected. Uh, let's watch this. This is tame, though, uh, Joe. This is a tame, uh, tame version. We're going to bring Joel back in. Joel, you're doing a good job, buddy. You're fighting the net. That's what it takes. You just got to keep fighting. I'll just, uh, I'll mute you while you adjust it. Let's watch this video. What about it, Joe? That was uh, sec second gear went straight up in the air. And I've seen you be like that before. Like that's um, you get you get used to that. Like are you like used to it? Like oh man, I felt like it hooked about the same as it did last time. Or this thing's going higher. Does that mean it's going faster or slower? It just it seems unusual that that would be just part of normal life. It's like the first time every time, man. Really? I don't know how else to say. Yeah. I been racing that car for uh, about five years now. Uh, I raced it once, uh, 2011, I think, in, in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, a few years off with a uh, different car and uh, back to this one. And it's uh, blessed. I don't know how else to say it. All the cars in the world and all the other drivers out there. And I'm lucky enough to race this one. Now, didn't you win? The, you won the world out in Vegas in that car, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah I thought so. I was yeah, there. Long story. Yeah, it was a good yeah. time. I I, yeah. uh, I actually went there without a car to race, and uh, it was the weekend before. And I ran into Anthony. Uh, we were handing our times or our tech card at the same time at the national event. He said, "Hey, you're doing well in points, right?" I said, "Yeah, actually, I'm. I got a I got a little chance. I got to go uh, some late rounds, but um, I don't actually don't have a car to drive. I did, and then uh, uh, it, the deal fell through somehow. And uh, I said, "All right, all right, we'll talk talk to you later." And uh, I think he talked to. Peter Biondo or somebody or he thought about it. He said, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll let you drive the car. And uh, on Wednesday, uh, between the national and the points meet, there's actually a $10,000 super stock race. I figured it'd be cool to get some laps in uh, at that race. And uh, we uh, raced that race and uh, got warmed up for uh, the weekend and I raced the points meet. I had to go like the fifth round, I think, to win or sixth round. And, and then once the weekend started, Jody Lang went a few more rounds. And then I had to actually win the whole race to uh, – get the championship for the world championship. So start out the bracket race Wednesday, won that. And then I uh, won the points meet, gave me the division championship, world championship. And uh, I, I don't know what to say, man. Anthony Patazzi is a, just, just being around him is, uh, I don't know. He just has great energy and he's just a great guy and killer luck, man. We actually, we went into town, into the casino, into uh, Aria Casino after I won. And uh, pull up. The, there's almost no parking anywhere except right in front of the entrance to the elevator. Pulls right in, get, gets a great parking spot. I watched him play black, blackjack for about 20, 20 minutes. I think he turned a thousand dollars into about ten. Uh, <laughs> not too long. I'm gonna tell you one quick funny story. I don't know why I'm so talkative right now, but uh, left the blackjack table. He went to a roulette table. This is just a story to tell you how. Um, I don't know. I guess good things happen to Anthony. People around him. Um, I think I'm still on here, right? Yeah, you're on. Okay, cool. You're featured. So, uh, featured. just give you a quick story. So, uh, 
we played blackjack. He got up and he had to go make a phone call. And he, and he handed me some chips, uh, some $100 chips, $25 chips. And uh, I sat at the roulette table. I'm playing little dollars. You know, I pick a bunch of uh, numbers. And he goes, hey, put it on, put one on black 13. I go, which one? Whatever you want. And I think I put a $100 chip on 13, 13 block. And the first time it didn't come up. And it's just not going to come up. All these numbers here. What are the odds? The second spin, 13 comes up. I look at the thing come up. I couldn't believe it. I look over to Anthony and he's on the phone and he goes like this. He goes, and he just turned around and went back to his phone call. Just, good, uh, good, things, yeah. just good things happen to him. And uh, I was blessed to be part of that that weekend. And I've been pretty lucky ever since. And uh, well, he, he's helped a lot of a lot of good racers. And you do have to be a pretty good racer to drive for him. But uh, he's put a lot in this sport. He was doing it before I was. So. Uh, back in the old IHRA days, we used to butt heads, but he's uh, he's done done well, and he's helped the sportsman class out a lot. People probably don't realize how much he's helped. Mm. St. Anthony. St. Anthony, yeah. exactly. And, and Joel, you are now back. You've uh, tested the web in every portion of your house and shop, and, and it sounds like you've got it pretty stable. Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> there it is. So we're just uh, – no, I think it's great. I just you, Since you sent this shot, uh, uh, Joe – uh, you know, there's you and Arnie, and that's uh, very cool. Uh, drag racing for life, right? Like Joel, you guys with the racing engines, and uh, like this is this is the hobby. This is the thing. You've been in it for a long time, and uh, to have this kind of success, but it's also about having fun along the way. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, my uh, my my mom's dad and my dad's dad. So I've got it on both sides of my family. Um, you know, everybody raced, and, and so. I've got it bad, so to speak. Um, so I, I don't really see any any way I'll ever be able to stop doing it. That is awesome. And uh, for fans out there who are like, like I always say, fans of Nitro, why stock eliminator, guys? Now, Joe, you won in uh, in your super stock car, but why stock eliminator? Why super stock? Why class racing? Why is this where you choose to put your energy? That's the same one that I've had. Well, I still got you, Randy Lynn. By the way. Okay. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. I mean, stalkers are way cool, right? Um, I mean, uh, you know, that's what I grew up around. Um, you know, it, it's a car show, man. Um, you know, muscle cars. I personally, I love old muscle cars. I don't have one necessarily, but uh, I love every aspect of it. You know, shipping gears. You know, the whole the whole nine wheel stands. I love it. Um, don't know what else to say. Joe, what about you? I he's, I couldn't say any better. Um, so my dad raced stock super stock years ago. I was like. Uh, I always like old cool cars, old muscle cars, and new ones too. I raced a newer Camaro for a long time. I uh, love Peter Biondo's car, that white fiber that Phil Monteith owns. Um, just a wide variety, of, wide range of, uh, of cool cars and um, wheel stands, man. I don't know. There's something <laughs> about cool wheel stands. No, the Hatsari. Peter drove that car for so many years. I, I had heard somewhere that that car might be for sale or was for sale, or I, I don't know if that's true or not. But that car is amazing, a perfect example. And you can, you, you know, you can root for them based on what you've got in your driveway. That's right. Old, uh, I mean, it's how it started out, you know, factory cars, you know, what was available Ford this Ford Mustang, a Camaro, you know, Camaro 69, different combinations. Um, you know, it's morphed into, you know, what it is now. There's so many different options, but you know, it's still, it's still pretty much the same. You got to have what was available in a certain year. And if uh, it's different, if it's something different, it's a different class. And you know, there's a lot of rules. It's not the same as, uh, you know, street outlaws or something like that, where the 
you can do almost anything. It's just, you're just limited to what what the rules say, and it just makes it fun in a different way. That's all. Whoa, what's with the twenty thousand dollar check, man? Like we that was a forty thousand dollar win. We should have like done a times two or something. There's another one. Wide wide range uh, um, uh, image there. Yeah, the other one somewhere else. So that was really cool how they uh, oh. combined the last two days. I I had to get back to work anyway. And uh, good call by the way. That was the promoters. I'll tell Joel and uh, Bo. Don't listen to this. Joel and Joe. I happen to be a fly on the wall in race control, right? And like weather was coming in and all these big decisions had to be made. Like, what do we do? Do we try to run tomorrow? Do we just leap it to you? Like they were on the gun, man. They had to make a decision and it could have gone wrong. And you know, in drag racing, when you postpone the race, the weather knows to be beautiful. Like, of course the sun, but uh, they made the right call because the next day was terrible. It was a nightmare out there and uh, you got it right, Bo. You guys got it right. It's very simple. Like they said, you, you're, we're racers. You think as a racer. Uh, that's the only, I, I have, I mean, I have some things I, I disagree with NHRA about, but I mean, they have blessed me and gave us a good life, uh, being fortunate to do what we've done, meet the people we've met. Uh, but they have, they're missing the racer part. And uh, I know it was started to be ran by racers. I mean, that's true with Wally Parks. That was his envisioning. Racers were to be uh, the, the the head to say it, and they've got away from that, in my opinion. So that's that's the direction. It's not about the fun, because if, if it's ran by racers, we're going to have fun. So they just need to get back to uh, maybe I don't know if they need to separate the, the pro circus from the, the the group sportsman racer. Maybe separate it all and not just use them as a filler, but. Uh, Everybody's going to come race. Everybody wants to race with an HRA. There's, there's never no beating that, but they need to treat people the way they need to be treated, period. Well, you know, I, I've heard uh, people say that separate the deal. I'm vehemently against that because I, I want to expose <laughs> the John Force fan to Joe Santangelo, and that will never happen if we separate the deal. Now, things will go smoother, and like at, at this race, uh, you know, Joel Warren is the superstar. Right. And he's doing these amazing right. and he goes out there and wins a big heads up and it's a big deal and he wins big money. But if and that's great and it happened. But at the big show level, I love the idea that the person there to see Leah Pruitt can look at Joel's car and say, my dad had that car, except why doesn't it do that? Like, you know, it didn't do that kind of stuff. And I think that's, you know, it's the evolution of the fan. If we separate the two shows, I think it'll look like. Uh, a divisional race or even, you know, spectators at the fling out there. I don't know how they did, but probably not, you know, spectators for whatever reason. I think no. you need front gate is my point. Yeah. Your spectators are your fans, but NHRA needs to do a better job of introducing them to Joe Santangelo and Joe Warren period. Not to be a filler. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, even, even when we, we pull up to pro stock on Sundays, I've always said to start with the bikes, the cars, and then go to the fuel cars. Then, then the people won't run out of the stands when they've been sitting out there for two hours because of oil downs and it's hot. But they just, uh, to me, just everybody has their own opinions, and, and that, that's great. But uh, let's do a better job of getting the whole the whole show, uh, again, not to be a filler. These two guys do have fans, and they're watching your show right now. But 99% of these guys' fans are racers, same way with the fleet. It's, right. it's family people. It's, it's the people watching on Motor Mania. It's, that's that's the stuff that that we they need to look at first. Then the other people will come, but but you have to sell that. 
you can't be down to two cars on Sunday. Like who's going to buy a hundred dollar ticket. I think Gainesville was done at three 30 in the afternoon. Like if I buy a ticket to come to a drag race, shoot, most of my friends and family that would want to come want to show up about three 30, drink some beer in the stands, hang out, bet on cars. And, you know, for the most part now the show's done at three 30 and I'm all about getting done, going to dinner, whatever. But when it comes to drag racing, like, and you're trying to put on a show for fans, I think there's something really missing with ending things that early. I got you. I got you. All right, uh, Joel, tell me about this moment. You took a picture. Is this uh, at the Southern Sportsman Showdown? Is this right after you won? Is this like a winner pick or you, you sent this along? I see the interior of what I consider to be a car I'm familiar with. What's going on here? Yeah, so in the final round, I, I'm probably, you know, 1200 feet or so and, and motor starts kind of banging and clanging a little bit you know and, and luckily it's about time for me to kind of check out of that run anyway but uh man it, we broke a rock arm there and uh you know just just so happened to long enough and and ran brick cummins there and uh great racer um he broke out at one thou um so definitely had some luck right there too but uh but yeah we we broke that rock arm and, and really it, it couldn't have uh happened at a better time when it's your day, it's your day, right? It was it was meant to be. That's it. That's it. You know, I, I told, uh, I was telling someone, that, you know, my plan was to say, man, if, if somehow if that wind light comes on, I'm turning this thing around. I'm going to drive it back up the track, you know, and celebrate. And, you know, it, I, uh, that would be cool. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. It would have been a moment, right? Like a genuine moment. But I think we had it anyway. And uh, it was a great time. We had a golf cart race. It was a good, good stuff. All right, uh, Joel and Joe, I'm going to let you guys go. I know Joe's got to go back to work, right? Joe is like, you're on break from work. Uh, uh, like I see you guys didn't see, but I saw Joe earlier, like suited up, man, helmet, lights. It was great. Uh, it was cool. But final thought first, Joe, uh, you know, you're talking to everybody out there. Pitch stock and super stock a little bit. We got races coming up, obviously Vegas and Atlanta and the season is, hasn't even started. Let's make some fans out there. Let's get them out there in the stock and super stock pits. If you really want to see him, you got to go to a race like the Southern Sportsman Showdown. It was uh, just a different atmosphere there. Uh, it was it was a big party. I mean, it really was. There was no pressure. We were the only cars there. It would have been just the same if there were super comp, super gas, super street cars there. But it was a race run by racers. It was a big party. You had Courtney Enders running around interview, interviewing people in the in the lanes right before it runs uh golf cart races at night going up till mi at least midnight i heard in my motorhome i kept wanting to go out there but i knew you know 10 minutes would have turned would have turned into three hours and uh i had i was going to try to win some money the next day so i uh i, I stayed in stayed in that night but uh it was not a big Good party yeah. it was, the whole weekend was great and uh i can't thank you guys enough and one more great thing i'm going to say about it uh saturday morning uh, it was really cold. Uh, I want to say it was like 40 degrees. First few cars spun. Okay. And what did Bo and the whole crew, what did they do? He said, hey, guys, we're going to hold off for a little, minute, a little bit. We're going to let the track warm up. And anybody who spun, get in back of the line and get your runs in. That would never happen uh, with another organization. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to talk bad about them. But it's little things like that that are uh, huge to me. And uh, I've spun before. I've had weird things happen. And you were not getting a second chance anywhere else except a race run by racers who, who know where you're coming from. And uh, Bo, Bo and Randy, thank you guys very much for putting this on. Hopefully you do a few more of them.
So okay. congratulations, great job. I, I, it's gonna be better next time. <laughs> I promise. I don't know how it could, but that'd be cool. I'm working on it. More grilled cheese, more grilled cheese. Uh, Joel, what about you? Final thought. Same as Joe said, really. I mean, you know, I think Jason had the line, you know, racers were celebrated, not tolerated, you know, and that, I, I stress any can't stress enough how that was really true, you know. Um, I mean, you guys did an awesome job. I can't, I can't imagine how it could be any better than it was. It was really just a blast, every aspect. And it always get better. I promise. Good deal. I'll be there. Well, congratulations. Good job. Thank you. There guys. you go. All right, Joe and Joel, thank you very much. I really appreciate guys coming on here. Uh, love what you do, Joel. I just want to show you real quick. I told you I had a Firebird, not quite like yours. There's, there's part of it right okay. there. And so I'm, I'm trying to bring it back to life, but it does have the six cylinder, uh, five speed manual base, you know, $17,000 brand new, but I got one, baby. I got one. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Back to work. Thank you so much for taking the time guys. Thanks Joe and Joel. Guys. Thanks a lot. Joe, Joe, and Joel. everybody is uh, named Jay here. How's that make you guys feel? Um, you know, after it's all over, it was, there was some challenges. There were some you know, you did surgery on a computer. Jeff Miles mm -hmm. saved the day with his, uh, you know, computer savvy. But to hear those two guys, obviously they're happy. They won, you know, nearly $100,000 combined. So it's not like a bad deal, uh, no matter what. But all the fun elements that you put in paid off. Yes, and, and it's a lot because that's for her. I mean, she's going to make sure everybody has a good time. Uh, she's like that every day of our lives. So no matter who's around us. but. Uh, very, I'm very blessed to have her and have her as a partner and as a best friend. And maybe someday we'll get married. We'll see. But we'll, uh, <laughs> we're working on that, Joe. But, uh, yeah, she's already ready uh, for another try, another, another, another race. I don't, I'm not going to announce anything. I mean, maybe something could happen this season. But we know next year we kind of like that whole same deal. And we like to maybe that time. Maybe, uh, again, you brought up Jeff Miles. What a great guy. And what a great facility they gave us. The whole crew there, I mean, they were short-staffed. I mean, uh, Jeff came from uh, having to fix the computer to do the track to probably putting toilet paper in the bathrooms. I don't know, but he he, he was nonstop. He, he's a good guy, got a good heart. But, again, he's a race track guy like we're racers. So it means everything to him for everybody that had a good time. So we uh, hope hopefully we can continue that relationship with those guys. And, uh, again, it can be better. We learned so much. Well, exactly. First time out is, um, you know, just getting it done. Right. And you did, you right. got it done. You got it in. Uh, I appreciate that. Hey, one of our listeners, Mike wants to know if you and Randy Lynn are going to Bradenton for the $500,000 race. Yes. Yes. Mike, we will actually be leaving. Uh, we fly out Saturday, so I'll be there Saturday afternoon. Is there, gonna, is there going to be a race, like a big money race that you don't go to now? Like you just paid for the big money races for the next three seasons, four seasons. Well, well Joe, your tabs can run up pretty, pretty easy, uh, especially when we double enter everything. So, yes. Uh, and then if you, if you just make it past the buybacks, you know what I mean? Where you don't have to, that's huge, but we were forced. I think we only bought back maybe once or twice the whole fling, which is unheard of to have four entries. So, uh, we were just very lucky at that race, and uh, yeah, we can't wait to get back. Kyle Riley treats us great. Uh, he puts on a good show, puts up a lot of money, and he guarantees it. So that's yeah, everybody just, loves Bradington. Yeah, it, it's, hard, it's hard to beat Florida, you know that, Joe. So yes, yeah, three. It's, so we'll, we'll see. It's, it's, it's fun, and uh, there's so many. Uh, uh, the plane comes back in two weeks to Galat. So yeah, I think there's you can pretty much go race for ten to thirty grand every weekend. 
So uh, that's that's kind of what we're going to do. And I don't know that you'll see us at an NHRA event. I mean, we might come watch and hang out and maybe sell some T-shirts. But when it comes to racing, uh, we're going to kind of do our own schedule, do what we want this year. No, I got you. Well, listen, I said it last week for another reason. Like, we can't miss you if you're not gone, right? Um, and I think that the truth is works in reverse. Um, it's a different kind of show out there. I think you will miss it, but you go do your own thing, man. Have some fun. Uh, Pro Stock Bo is a very special kind of character. And uh, Randy Lynn and Stock Eliminator will miss you, of course. But that's the thing about the NHRA is it's going to be there. And, uh, you know, you go out and do some things and have some fun. You know, Bradenton is only like three hours across the state, by the way. I've raced there several times. It's a lot of fun. But I got to say, guys, you know what? You have done so much with this big money thing. I think what bracket racing needs is low dollar. We got big money bracket racing. Why don't we have low dollar bracket racing with the street cars and like a $20 entry and it's like no skin off your nose. Randy Lynn, didn't you guys do a race like that in Indiana somewhere? Yeah. We did a uh, daily driver race. And right. I think, I think it was in the middle of the week and we had almost 100 cars show up, which was crazy. Uh, actually, one of the fuel team guys drove down from Indy. I think he won in his Mustang. Yeah, we had a couple guys from Indy that work on fuel teams drive down. We had a we had a lot of just random people show up in like a streetcar '69 Camaro, and yeah. all all of us from here at the car lot went. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Well, again, every, everybody had a good time. You could have a passenger, I believe. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, she's won a race in her in her Ford Raptor with her dog in her in her lap before <laughs> over there. So it's it's been cool, but. Yeah, the main goal is to have fun. And, and again, I just believe you treat people the way they need to be treated. I like it. Well, we need more races like that also to get the uh, the people in their streetcars and their Teslas hooked on the sport. Uh, real quick thoughts. You know, we've only had one race uh, so far this year, but we're getting ready to go with Vegas and, and go on. Uh, let's focus on Pro Stock. You know, you got, uh, you got a lot of new names out there, a lot of fresh faces. Who do you guys uh, monitor? Right, well, I'm, I'm friends with pretty much everybody, and right. of course, you know my heart's with 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 Greg uh, and the KB team, cousin Ken and Judy. They did very well the first race. Uh, Richard's got a strong team, but I've told both of those guys, or both of those teams, that you better watch out for the quadras. When the quadras get within a hundredth or two of you, unless old guys are letting go, being thirty and forty, you're going to be in trouble. And they proved that at at the Orlando race. The door slam race, yeah, Wesley's race. They proved that they can win. And, you know, you take them young guys, they work hard, they put their awnings up, they work on their own cars. You take guys like that and give them a little bit of taste of winning, they're going to be hard to beat this year. So uh, it's hard It's hard to pick. I mean, Greg's going to be good. He's fast. Uh, Kyle Christie's in Jason's car, he'll be fast. Dallas Glenn, I mean, he, he's letting go as good as anybody I've ever seen in my life. He can go up there and be red. I wish I could be red. I'm not that fast. So it's, it's wide open. Then you have the whole elite team. Of course, Eric is great. Uh, TJ is going to be awesome. But you can't tell me who's going to win Vegas. Plus, it's a four wide, correct? Right. Yeah. So I, I was lucky. I think I won the last one. And they said it was on a whole shot. But to let it out there, I think I took like a little extra bump. So I probably ran as fast or faster than most. So, so it just looked like, like a triple whole shot win, which was cool. But uh yeah, it's, it's, it's still a fun class. I keep up with it. I watch every round. I watch every run. That's great. No, it's great. What about the Mustang body? You've now driven an elite uh, Mustang. You've driven a Camaro. As the driver, can you tell that you're in a different car? 
not not really. Maybe it's maybe it's a little lower to get into, uh, but all the cars are, are are pretty pretty quick. I mean, you do notice maybe a little difference in gearing and maybe uh, the sound of the exhaust or header and maybe the, the ratios they use for trannies. But other than that, no, it's they're all smooth. They're all fun to race. And there you go. Well, guys, I appreciate it. Any final thoughts that you guys have before we part ways? I want to thank you for inviting me to uh, to do the race. It was a lot of fun. We had fun. We hustled. Honestly, I don't know if I would have had a voice for the third day. So it all worked out. If you know what I'm saying? Well, well, Joe, I mean, you know, I'm not saying you weren't our first choice, but our first guy couldn't show up. You stepped up and I believe it's a better fit. Thank you very much. And we're, we're very fortunate to have had you. Uh, you always be our first choice from here on out. Uh, we all get along great and people love you and you say it like it is. And that's, that's what the world needs. You're kind of our sportsman guy now. Yeah. You big weight on your shoulders. <laughs> oh, okay. At I, least the stock super stock guy. Well, you know what? Oh, it's so funny. I, 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 I'm a good friend of uh, lose you. No, I got you. Yeah. You're, you're about to heap praise on me, man. Come on. Oh, you're, 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 you was amazing, Joe. I mean, it was awesome. Didn't have one bad thing said. You know how hard it is to be an announcer and people not to complain. And I had zero, zero negative about anything you said or did, or even Randy Lynn. I mean, she 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 came out of her shell to be an announcer for she, she might she might say it like it is a little bit hundred percent too much, but uh that's that's what people like. That's what they like about her. It was it was great. It was a fun time. I got so many friend requests from the stock super stock racers. It's going to be very helpful in my NHRA job because I, you know, I asked them, hey, load me up with information. Tell me your story. Tell me your car. We've got time here. You know, let's uh, let's hang out together. And uh, it was it was very helpful and it will be helpful down the road. But let's talk about Randy Lynn's announcing. Yes. Yeah, it was funny. But again, Joe, I hope I hope I hope beyond hopes that NHRA uses you for what they should use you for. By knowing that and listening to our race, a uh, good friend of ours, Lewis Bloom, is a very close friend of mine. I think NHRA kicked him out of the country or something, but he's a, he's a great guy. He watched our race. He watched you. He loved Randy Lemon announcing. Oh, good. But uh, when it comes to the guy with numbers, that guy reached right up there also. So Yeah. No, I love Lewis. Lewis and I, yeah. get you said he was deported, which is fine. Um, yeah. Randy Lynn, though, we got to dial in on this a little bit more because it was it was great. Uh, you did great. Uh, you, you, everybody's got to warm up, right? Like get a warm up. And once you got warm, it was like, all right, Bo Butner, right side. Oh, Bo, with a very terrible reaction time. He did a terrible job. Bo is going to be thinking about this for the next week. Awful, yeah. awful. Okay. Like, well, it was and I'm so in the mindset right now of bracket racing. You know, when we go bracket racing in our dragsters, it's like, if you're 20, you're garbage. Like you're going home for the most part. So I think I still had that mentality. Like a lot of times people were 40 or 50 and I'm still like, oh, they don't have a shot. And, you know, I'm 40 all the time in my soccer. It's way different when you got to, you know, you're building up brake pressure compared sure. to hitting a button. But still, I was a little bit hard on him, I think. And you were. my voice, when I listened to it after the fact, my voice is kind of annoying. So no. I don't know if I'm going to be doing that too much. More. Everybody, no, that's not true. You're definitely doing it again. And <laughs> um, no, you have to. I need a break every once in a while. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness Tyler was there too. But number one, you can get away with so much more that I can't get away with. Like I can't say Joel Warren did a terrible job in it. Like I can't say that because what do I know? You are number one. You've won national events. Two, you're promoting the race. You can say whatever you want about those folks. Yeah. 
And when most of the racers, I feel like, like, I think I called, uh, oh, the Cummings, I called their combination soft and stuff like that in yes. the Corvettes. But they already know that. Like, they they're not going to get mad at me because I said that, you know, and that's kind of how it was across the board. Well, I like it, and I'd like to bring some of that uh, flavor, and that's why I'm very happy and excited that so many people have reached out to me um, to, you know, load me up with info. And, yeah, like when you have a good personal relationship, you can say things that are maybe a little more critical or harsh and when they are true, right? Like if it's yeah. true, then it's true. It's like you said, <laughs> you say yeah, That's it. Well, guys, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on the show. This has been fun, a little Stock, super stock, big money bracket flavor to end the week on WFO Radio. I really appreciate both of you. Thanks for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, like everybody wants to know when the next one is. Don't rush into it, though. But uh, whenever it is, uh, let us all know. Thank you, Joe. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Bo and Randy Lent, thank you so much. Go have fun. Later, guys. And Joel Warren and Joe Santangelo uh, coming to you on WFO Radio. If you're new to the show, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, subscribe to the show and uh, never miss one. Audio only. You can do it while you're working in the engine shop or you can watch here on uh, YouTube or on Twitter or all social media that we broadcast on. Big thanks to Bo and Randy Lynn and Joe and Joel and everybody that was involved. All right, put your final comments in the comments section. I'll tell you what I am doing. Does anybody know about this? Yeah, window weld. So my 2005 Pontiac GTO has got this window regulator problem, right? And I've been telling everybody about it as I've been trying to seek uh, what I need to do. Well, Saturday at Palm Beach, they are going to be uh, bracket racing. It's a points night out there or points day. And I thought, man, I'd really like to go in the GTO, but the windows don't roll up and down because there is this unidentified problem. Well, I tore into it and that's what's going on right now. Uh, window, uh, you know, the, the door panels off and everything. So here's the thing. Here's the deal. There is like a, a rail, a guide rail. And the window is glued into the guy rail, which is shaped like a C, right? And the window kind of goes in there. And on the 2004 to 2006 GTO, what happens is the window kind of comes out of the deal and the thing just falls to the bottom of the guide rail. And then the window is like flopping around in there when it tries to go up and down and the regulator gets all out of whack and it starts to bind and it starts to flex. And ultimately it breaks these plastic clips in there and it causes a total nightmare. Uh, I don't think the design is the best in the world, but the good news is uh, I have taken it apart and found the problem before everything broke. And so the next thing I've got to do is I got to get in there with this and I got to glue the window back in. And 3M is not a sponsor yet. Yet 3M. This could be a big thing for you being on WFO. Uh, but I've got to glue it. And then hopefully the window will guide up and down in the rail and then I'll be able to go bracket racing. And that's it. And so I'm in a mini thrash, right? Thursday afternoon, 5 p.m. Eastern. I got to get everything in and glued and ready and, and let it dry and then hopefully go racing on Saturday morning. And maybe even do a little video. Joe goes bracket racing race three. Can he win a round? Who knows? Can he win a round? But first, I got to get the windows done. And then that'll be the next deal. All right. Big thanks to Total Seal Piston Rings, the leader in ring seal technology, totalseal.com. Big thanks to Matt Hartford and Keith Jones and Lake Speed. 
If you are a bracket guy, if you're a stock eliminator guy, if you're a super stock guy, if you are a, like if you're a stock super stock guys, like their gas ported piston rings are making a big difference because you can't gas port your pistons, but the rings go to totalseal.com. Give them a call. They've got all kinds of great information. And Marvin Rodak, RodaxCoffeeandGrills.com, 817-924-6821. Call Marvin. He's sending me some coffee, some of that Nitro Madness coffee designed from the Funny Car Chaos event. Also, samtech.edu, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology, and Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. Also, if you want a WFO Radio face covering, it was Randy Lynn who initiated the WFO Radio face coverings. She actually, we talked about them, and she says, do you think they're going to be a thing? And I think, yes, they will for a while. They're going to be a thing. And next thing you know, WFO Radio face coverings showed up at the studio, Randy Lynn made it all happen on her own, and I appreciate it. If you would like one, they're just $10, plus I'll throw in some stickers and a WFO patch and whatever else I can throw in there to make it worth your while. Plus, I'll cover shipping. All you got to do is just wear it and tell people about WFO Radio. You can find out and buy one at the WFO store on our website, WFORadio.com. You can also find out how to get some free stickers. Absolutely free. No face covering. If you're anti-face covering, uh, I'll just send you some stickers. I want you rocking the WFO logo on your race car. It has been so good for us. So many people, like look at this, right before they go out and win the U.S. Nationals, Jerry Emmons, WFO, right? And uh, Matt Hartford, WFO. And Joe Aerosmith, WFO, world record holder. And these are all people who have reached out and they like wanted the stickers on their car. It's been amazing that they have done that. And I appreciate it. And if that's you, if you want some stickers, uh, you know, just ask and I'll send them out. All right, let's see what final comments are in the comments section before I get out there and uh, and do it. Let's see. The answer, Mike, was yes. Jim says, great example, Joe, talking about the tire spinning on Saturday morning. Great example run by the racers. Thank you. Dave Lay, what's up, Dave? Gloria and I have been involved in this sport for a very long time, and this was by far the best race we were ever involved with. It was very fun. Everyone was very careful to not take negative shots at NHRA because they got a different thing going. They have got so much to accomplish in a short amount of time that it's rip and run. And uh, this was more laid back atmosphere. And I definitely had fun. There are always lessons. There are always lessons. And I know I've got 10 things on the top of my mind already. Um, people just want to be acknowledged. The tremendous amount of time, the tremendous amount of money, the tremendous amount of work. Look at what I am doing. The hell that I'm going through just because I want to go out there and get my behind handed to me by some guy in a Tesla, right? Like I'm going to, I'm working, tearing apart a car going through just, it's not, this is not fun. This is not fun work just to go out there and be beaten or compete. People just want to be acknowledged. Let's see, Jim, Joe's a great job. Understand sports and racing. I do. Carl Franklin. What's up, Carl? Great announcing by Randy Lynn. Yeah, it was. She was great. Sam says, great show. Jim says, great show. Monica says, great show. How many windows left to do? Well, the two on the GTO, the one on the truck, and then my mom's car. So all the windows in the world. Call me on your window problem. Well, you know, you, I feel like I'm good. I feel like I'm good. Coffee is WFO. Got some last weekend delicious, delicious talking about Marvin Rodak. And just like that, we're done. What a week it has been. 
yesterday's show with Dave Fletcher and Richard Hartman. Two racers who were the first to 300 miles per hour. If you didn't see the show, you got to watch to understand. It was great. Bench racing at its finest. Uh, either one of those guys, like superstars, you're not going to see them in the opening montage of NHRA on Fox. But both of their contributions to drag racing are lifelong. They're nitro for life. And Bo and Randy Lynn and Joe and Joel are drag racing for life. And that's it. So give it a listen. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, the YouTube channel. We are so close to 1,000 subscriptions, which means, I don't know. But go on to our YouTube, WFO Radio TV on YouTube, and subscribe and smash the bell and enable notifications so you never miss one. Maybe I'll do like a window how to take the mirror off a 2005 Pontiac GTO. Maybe I'll do that now that I'm all fancied up in my WFO gear. By the way, these WFO polos are also on sale. Something similar. We're going to have, uh, we're ramping up, baby. We're ramping up. Big thanks to Joel Warren and Warren Racing Engines. Thank you for coming on the show. And Joe Santangelo, the guy's at work. He was in his car at work, taking a break to do this. And Bo and Randy Lynn, really appreciate them. I had a great time. Everything happens for a reason, right? And uh, it all worked out. There's see the GTOs in the garage there. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Archives are loaded. Next week, we'll be back with more WFO Radio. Really appreciate all of you. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. I love WFO Radio.